welcome to another edition of Two Steps Ahead Podcast. Two Steps Ahead Podcast, encouraging you to take your passion, make it happen, and let yourself be great. I'm Son Edom, and coming up on the show, we're going to talk about something that affects us all, either with people around us, the environment that we live in, maybe the environment that we work in, and the word used to sum up what we're going to be talking about is toxic, toxic people, toxic work environment, toxic relationships. I don't know if it's uh, just me, but it seems as if the uh, world has gotten a lot more toxic in the last couple of years. You know, people feel the need to, first off, express their opinion about anything and everything to everybody. And a lot of times, remember when you were heard or you were told that you should use constructive criticism if you want to encourage somebody and give them advice at the same time? Like, you know, maybe it's not going so well doing it this way, but maybe if you try it this way, you might get a better result. And now it's just like, you suck, you can't do the job, go do something else. We become toxic. And I think there's a lot of reasons for that. I think there's a few entities that uh, lead to that. And so uh, that's what we're going to talk about. You know, we're going to talk about the toxic people and the toxic nature of society and maybe some things you can look for if you're in a toxic relationship, things you can do to maybe get out of it. And so what I want to do is I want to start off, you know, there's been a lot going on in the news, obviously, and the news is one of the reasons that society is toxic, and you'll find out why as we go through this uh, broadcast. And again, if you just listen with biased ears, you're not going to really fully understand what this episode's about. But if you listen with open ears, you don't have to change your opinion. You don't have to change your views. But if you listen with open ears and then uh, objective, objective ears, then you might get something out of it. And you might understand truly what I'm saying. But there's, um, again... We're in pandemic, and there's all kinds of stuff going on with these vaccines, masks, and everything. And at first, when we started the pandemic, it was mask versus no mask. Those that were for the mask wearing and those that were anti. And then the debate, as science came out, the debate would continue. That has moved into vaccine, the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. And now we're getting a lot more toxic with it. And I think this whole idea of the pandemic has created a lot of toxicity in people and in society. And I think the news has pushed it. I think politicians have pushed it. I think our friends and families have chose sides and now social media is pushing it. So there's a lot of reasons why we're toxic and nobody is trying to push back on that and say, Hey, we need to change this. Now it doesn't matter what side of the fence you're on. People are people. For example, I've talked about last time, uh, or a time or two ago that uh, Larry Elder, you know, it was a uh, is a black man. He was a politician running for governor in California. He was black and somebody put on a gorilla costume or a gorilla mask, threw eggs at him in Venice. And there was no response from anybody that was so pro Black Lives Matter in the summer of 2020. They were silent. Case in point. And so there's other things, you know, other things going. On. I know uh, Rose McGowan. You know, she speaks out against sexual assault, and now she's at odds with, uh, I guess, her former co-star. Weren't they on the show together, Alyssa Milano? And um, Alyssa Milano was, you know, front and center when Brett Kavanaugh was getting, uh, you know, going through the process of getting the Supreme Court, and there were some allegations out, and she was all right there front and center. But then when Harvey Weinstein accusations came out, 
She went silent, and Rose McGowan started calling her out because Rose McGowan was speaking out. It didn't matter who it was. It could be a Brett Kavanaugh. It could be Harvey Weinstein. Rose McGowan was passionate about the sexual assault, sexual rape. Uh, um, that was her cause, so to speak, and so it didn't matter. And yet she was calling out other people that were silent just because of their political or their conservative versus liberal views. And so we become a toxic environment. So the most recent one, maybe you've heard it, maybe you haven't is uh, Nicki Minaj. Nick, uh, Nicki Minaj is a rapper. I guess she's a rapper. She's a singer, but I guess she mostly raps, but she's a singer. And now it doesn't matter if you like her or you don't like her. It doesn't matter if you like her music or you don't like her music. I personally don't really listen to her music. It's not my jam. But as a person, you know, you got to respect her values, her views. You might not agree with them, and at times you might be at odds with them and want to go out there and, you know, speak out against them for example a lot of times you know recently like at the emmy uh the grammy awards the grammy awards for example you know when there's a maybe you would call it distasteful sexualized dancing maybe you're against that and so you speak out against it because you don't want it to you know go through our communities and so there's at times you're at odd with people but it doesn't mean you have to be at odd with the person and that's the difference that we become in society. Before, we used to be at odds with the ideology. Now we're at odds with the people, and the ideology doesn't matter. If you are an anti-vaxxer, then the vaccinated are just against you personally, not against your ideology anymore. You see how we've come from opposing ideologies we're going to battle and talk about, but now it's the people. So Nicki Minaj and the vaccine, she puts out a tweet on Twitter that said something to the effect that she was going to re-examine her thoughts on getting the vaccine because her cousin, who lives in Trinidad, had a friend that got vaccinated and had some serious side effects, consequences. Apparently, some body parts, his testicles, were swollen, and then they went on to say that he was impotent, means he can't have kids anymore. And I guess... If the story goes, he was about to get married, and now maybe the fiancé has called off the wedding. And so anyway, so she posts on Twitter just, hey, do your due diligence, and you know, you make the decision based on what you think. Then all of a sudden, the world just collapses on her. Now, this is Nicki Minaj. She has, I guess, a gazillion followers on social media. And so right away, people jump on her because she's using her platform to go against the narrative of what the liberal left wants you to do, vaccinate without question and so she's questioning it so first off twitter bans her so she's banned from twitter and then other people like uh joy reed comes out against her and a bunch of others a whole slew of others now first of all i've got some clips i want to play from uh nikki minaj that kind of explain her reaction to what was going on but you know we've got this idea out there where we call people a karen right we call you a karen if you are melodramatic and you are trying to impose your will upon somebody in an unnecessary fashion. You're dramatic, you're emotional, you're a Karen. I think we need to change that. It's not fair for the Karens of the world. And here's why. We need to change that to joy. Because you've got Joy Reid and you've got Joy Behar. And they are the two people that are the biggest antithesis of their names. They are miserable, grumpy people. They're always constantly whining. They're always constantly calling people out. They're constantly celebrating other people's demise, other people's um, misfortunes. And so I don't think we should call them Karens anymore. I think we need to change it to joys. Don't be a joy. Don't be a joy. Because uh, I think that'd be more fitting than calling people Karens, which was just probably arbitrarily made up, kind of like the six-foot rule in social distancing. But so Nicki Minaj, 
basically asks a question. And then she gets all kinds of uh, negative feedback. Now, a lot of her fans have obviously come to her support. And so she recently did a social media live. I don't remember which one it was on. And uh, this is, first of all, what she had to say in regards to the whole thing of her posting her tweet that has since got her banned on Twitter about this whole vaccination thing. But you can't just innocently ask a question about something going in your body. Do y'all realize that I remember going to China and they were telling us, you know, you cannot speak out again. And I remember all of us thinking, oh, okay, well, you know, we understand and we respect the the laws here and, and, you know, that it's so different where we live. But don't y'all see what's fucking happening? Don't y'all see that we are living now in that time? where people will turn their back on you if you don't, not only not agree, fuck not agreeing, but people will isolate you if you simply speak and ask a question. That quote right there, that statement made by her, basically sums up what we're living in right now. She refers to China. Going to China, and obviously China has huge censorship laws. People have lost their lives over it. People have been uh, put in harsh concentration camp, prison camp environments because of their opinions, their views, what they've spoken. And so they were told when they went to China, this is what's up, and so she respected it. But censorship. And you can see the passion when she talks about the isolation and the clapback and the things that happen to you negatively just for asking a question about something that is going to be put inside your body. Now, I know there's a lot of um, health nuts out there. You hit the gym, you pump iron, you know, you're having your shakes, your whey proteins and stuff, and you're very conscientious about what you eat and what you intake. But did you ever think twice about what's being injected into your body? I know a lot of people went to steroids. You know, there's a huge steroid craze craze at one time for bodybuilders. And then, lo and behold, they got big. They got strong. But then we found out there was a a negative to it. Roid rage. Uh, Vital organs starting to shut down. And it took a little time. It took a little time for us to realize that steroids that we thought initially had a benefit was actually a negative and destroying our bodies. I know a lot of other people, health people, maybe not hitting the gym, but you just eat right, you eat healthy. Maybe you do have questions. Maybe you do have questions about what you put in your body. Are you automatically, and you don't do the flu shot because of that. I know a lot of people that won't take the flu shot, but yet they quickly jump on the vaccine. And that's fine, you can do that. Like I've said time and time again, I believe it's a personal choice. If you want to, do it. If you don't, don't. Consult your doctor. Find out what's best for you. Do the research. Like Mickey, uh, Nicki Minaj said, do the research, ask questions. But then I guess from her response, we can expect to have blowback from a toxic environment that we live in. So then she goes on. And this is something that I've been saying for a little bit. I believe there's people out there. Remember Gina Carano from uh, The Mandalorian? 
She is a conservative person that put some stuff on social media, and she lost her job. She was blacklisted from Disney, removed from the show, removed from all future considerations for anything Disney because of her political views, because they were conservative and didn't match the narrative of Mickey Mouse anymore. Yes, Mickey Mouse is a Democrat. And so anyways, um, and so there's a lot of people out there, I think, that go along with the narrative, even though they might disagree with it personally, because they don't want to get blacklisted. This is their career. This is what they want to do. They want the fame, the fortune, and they're willing to sacrifice maybe some of themselves just so that they can stay relevant, stay in the limelight, stay, you know, because you've got the liberal elite that run Hollywood, that run entertainment. And if you don't believe and aspire to what they say, then you're going to get cut out. And so this is what she had to say about that which I find is very interesting, and I think it's very uh, relevant to what's going on today. Here's, the, here's, the, here's what's in, interesting. What's interesting is so many of your favorite artists feel this way, but they're afraid to speak up, and I can't blame them. Look at what they just did. I will never use Twitter again. If, first of all, I didn't give any facts about any vaccine. I didn't give any facts about anything. I simply said, okay, well, you know, I didn't want to travel with my tiny baby, yada, yada, yada. And then I said, my cousin, this is the reason he didn't want to take the vaccine. Do y'all realize how many men are embarrassed to even speak on things? that have to do with their health. Do you know how many men, especially black men, don't go to the doctor and and are afraid to tell their own wives that they may be having pain or they may be feeling, um, you know, not so well. And this this is a a joke. And, And Twitter can just wake they crush the ass up and stop me from 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 asking questions Nicki Minaj the scholar she gets the air fist bump for that I mean she's really starting to think and see what's going on and a lot of her people a lot of the colleagues a lot of the people you like a lot of people that you enjoy their product whether it be music acting whatever agree along the same lines as what she does, but they go along with what the narrative says because they want to stay employed. And just not even asking, uh, not even giving facts, she said, not even doing anything except relaying a story that happened to her cousin's friend, as was told to her through her cousin. And then on top of it, she just asked a question, got a young child, maybe I need to get vaccinated to travel. Well, now maybe I don't want to travel to Trinidad anymore or some other place because I have to get vaccinated. Who knows what's going to happen? I got my young child. Who knows what that situation is like? So she's starting to think, and it makes a lot of sense. And so now all of a sudden, people are putting pushing back. And the quote is, you can't even ask a question because it's all about compliance. That's it. It's all about the Tiananmen Square. She's standing up against that tank, which is Twitter, social media, the government, the left, saying, hey, you know what? You need to comply or else. And she's trying to be, no, I'm just asking questions. I'm trying to find out what's best for me. She's not even saying what you should do. She's just saying this is what my situation is, and it's comply or else. And so now she's banned on Twitter. Now she's going to drop Twitter, which I hope a lot of other people drop Twitter for it. Because Twitter is the one thing, if you've ever seen the, uh, the social experiment, I believe it's on Netflix still, it's eye-opening. And they say there's a quote in there that will stick with me forever that false information 
spread six times faster on Twitter than any other place. So you can put some misinformation out there, basically a lie, and it'll spread fast and people uh, eat it up. But here she is, Nicki Minaj. She's facing a toxic environment over something that was just a personal thing and then putting it out there. How many times have you used social media to ask a question? I know back in the day it was like Facebook recommendations. Maybe they still have it. I don't know. But, hey, looking for recommendations for XYZ, and then people would, you know, put their recommendations. Oh, okay. Um, I know a lot of people will put podcast recommendations. Hey, any new podcasts out there I should be listening to? Well, two steps ahead would be one. But, um, but so there's, it's, it's uh, social media can be used to obtain information. I know there's a lot of hacks, a lot of life tricks and things like that that are going on TikTok, how to bake things, how to use household items for other things, how to uh, reduce waste, you know, all kinds of different things, how to correctly use something, I guess, like plucking a pineapple without using a knife. Okay, so there's a lot of things going on that is valuable information for people, life hacks, things like that. But it's also being used as a toxic means by which to attack people. And we've got the news and we've got social media being as toxic as it is. And I don't really blame, to a certain extent, the entity of social media, but the people that use it. Because you can use something for good or you can use something for bad. And even though the uh, tech giants are using it for bad for their personal gain to make their gazillions of dollars, we as the consumer could use it for good or we can use it for bad. We could use it as a toxic environment or we can use it as a place to encourage each other, to promote each other, to help each other. And so that's one of the things here that we see from Nicki Minaj. And the reason why I bring her up is because she's the celebrity. She's what everybody looks up to. She's the one that has, like I said, a gazillion followers on social media. A lot of people like her music. They like what she does. And even the most popular kid in school now is getting cracked on. And that's what this is like. This is like junior high school all over again. We have our little clicks, and we're going to run around our clicks and just do whatever the click master tells us to do. And then we might not believe it because we want to be in the in group, the in crowd. So we're just going to go along with it, even though we know it's wrong. And that's what she says here in this clip. She says that there's a lot of other artists, a lot of other people that you like, that you know, that you listen to, that you watch, that agree that what's going on with the vaccine or whatever should be questioned. But they're not going to say that because they'll get blacklisted. And it's kind of sad. So what do we do? What do we do in this environment? I mean, you've got the, the news media you know, telling us what to do. You know, Don Lamont now, I guess, all of a sudden is claiming that the coverage of what Gabby uh, Petito, the, the lady they just found, the body they just found in uh, Wyoming that passed away, that was probably murdered, allegedly, um, by maybe her fiancé, or there's some, you know, shenanigans going on there. You know, we have to wait and see what the uh, criminal justice, you know, system does. But again, it looks like she was murdered, and it looks like um, perhaps the fiancé did it. And so we'll wait and see. But it's a tragic story. A lot of lives have been impacted negatively by this, whether it's personally because you're part of the family, your friends in her community, or maybe just people watching, you know. And sure, it blew up to be a big story, which, A, I always kind of often try to figure out why this story blows up over this story. I mean, you think about it. You've got, you know, sex trafficking and kidnapping and people going missing all the time. But why does one story get it over another? Well, Don Lemon, Don Lemon, CNN guy, whatever his name is, he thinks it's a white privilege. So apparently this girl was killed because of white privilege. I don't know. I mean, it's just like, what are you talking about? You have a whole bunch of people, probably a lot of people now invested in this story from the news coverage with a broken heart, and now you're going to jump on and be toxic about it and throw some political thing 
and say it's white privilege and that's why they're covering it and that's why she's dead. It's just unbelievable. Again, turn off the news media. You're probably better off. Limit social media. You're probably better off. So we've got these relationships, okay? And so first off, let's just take a look at what toxic people might look like, toxic things might look like. Well, first off, a toxic person is going to be a master manipulator. They're going to get you and coerce you to do whatever it is they want you to do. How many times have you seen someone, you know, manipulated and you're like, dude, what are you thinking? They're just manipulating you to get you to do whatever they want you to do. And yet when we're in that environment, we don't see it. And that's what's happening. We are being manipulated, being manipulated by the media, by social media, by other people. And it's, it's, it's kind of sad because I was talking to a friend. She texted me about a, a podcast episode, and so we're talking back and forth. And she started to share with me her experience, her experience from, uh, that she was getting from her family and from friends and in her community. And she had, you know, kind of like Nicki Minaj, she really didn't have a, an opinion per se. And her mindset might be a little bit more conservative, as they say, as far as questioning what goes in your body. How is this going to affect me? You know, is it, is it going to be a good thing? Do I have a pre-existing condition? And then how is that going to affect? And so some questions, but then all of a sudden the toxicity of her family and her friends and her community start jumping on her. And so now she's like, what do I do? And so we were exchanging some messages and I just tried to encourage her to, you know, stand her ground, so to speak, just Believe in your convictions. Do what's best for you because you've got to live that life that's yours, not other people. And again, the toxicity of people. Another guy I was talking to, his family was highly impacted by COVID. And so he decided to make some decisions based on that, what was good for him. But again, you can you can hear kind of a little bit of the toxicity that goes on with people when you are going to do something contrary. You know, they try to tell you how to do it and they expect you to listen but then when you decide that, you know, I'm not going to do it because this is the reason. It's like, no, that's crazy. Okay, well, I just listened to your reason why, and I was respectful, and I was kind, and I listened, and I was sympathetic and compassionate to your situation. But now maybe it's time for you to return the favor instead of just jumping on me and telling me I'm wrong. And that's the biggest thing. The biggest thing is we want to tell each other we're wrong. Why is that? Because we have to be right. We feel the need to be right. But a toxic person is going to try to manipulate you into doing whatever it is they want you to do. And that's what's going on. We're going to manipulate you by bribing you to get the vaccine. We're going to manipulate you to offer you certain things like concerts and places you can go where others can't if you get it. The other thing that uh, a toxic person is, is they're the victim. They play the victim all the time. Oh, I'm, if you don't do this for me, then I'm this. Oh, I can't believe this always happens to me. And they put the guilt trip on you. So they like to play the victim. They like to be judgmental. How many times are you in this situation, whether it be work or whether it be school or maybe a relationship, whatever the case may be, and people are always judging you for what you do? I don't think I have it because I think I picked another clip, but there was a Steve Harvey clip, and he was saying that when he has an idea and he approaches people with this idea, as soon as they say that's not going to work, he's gone. He takes off, doesn't want their input anymore. Why? Because he said at some point he's going to realize that this thing isn't going to work. If it's not going to work, if, if his idea is not going to work, eventually that will be revealed to him. He doesn't need you to come in right away and say, this isn't going to work. That's toxic. Instead, he wants people to come along and say, okay, let's try. Let's try this. Let's try that. Oh, that's not working. That's not working. Let's try. Okay. It was a bad idea. Or let's try this. Let's try that. Oh, Hey, this is working. Now let's do this. Now let's go here. Now let's try step C and D and E. And now all of a sudden you've got a successful show, whatever. 
And so that was his point was that as soon as somebody says you can't do that, he views them as toxic and takes off. Now, like I said, I had that clip, but I chose somebody, uh, another clip instead that we'll get to. So you've got uh, people that are toxic. They are uh, manipulators. They will play the victim. They're judgmental. They will talk bad about others. You ever think about this? You're in a conversation with somebody, maybe a friend, maybe a family member, maybe a stranger, and they're talking bad about somebody else. Do you realize that when they leave you at some point, they're going to be talking bad about you to somebody else? There's a former student of mine that uh, I was working with, and this person would talk bad about people. I start thinking about it. I'm like, wow, I wonder at what point she starts talking bad about me to other people. And then sure enough, found out that that was the case and wasn't surprising, wasn't shocking. But if people are talking bad about others, they're going to talk bad about you. Why are you exempt from that? It's because they're toxic. That's the reason. So if you are involved in somebody that is talking bad about others, take a step back and be like, you know what? Want no part of it because they're going to be talking bad about you. Another thing that a toxic person will do is they'll make you feel that whatever you're doing isn't good enough. It's never good enough. Never good enough. How many people have heard stories about their parents? Their parents saying you're never good enough to do anything or a dad to a son or mom to a daughter. You're never good enough. You're never good enough. You're never, that's a toxic parent. Sorry. It sucks. We can't choose our parents, but it's toxic. We have to recognize that. Now, we want to show them respect as a parent if they, if they earn it. Sometimes that's a, a fine line. A lot of people automatically think we should respect our parents and our elders because of who they are. But you know what? Are they earning it? We'll get to that in a minute. Um, they don't support you. If, they're not, if people aren't supporting you, even if they disagree with you, if they're not supporting you, they could be a toxic person. They've got a bad temper. That just goes with the formula. You're adding in a teaspoon of judgmental, of uh, being judgmental, and then maybe a quarter tablespoon of playing the victim. And as you add these ingredients in to make this recipe of a toxic person, this is splashing some bad temper. It's going to come and be a part of it. Drama always surrounds them. Okay, there's going to be a drama. Their life is drama-filled. If you're around a drama queen, chances are they're a toxic person. They want to be the center of your life. If you have friends and you go off to being, uh, let's say, hang out with some other friends and they're not included, and then they get upset with you, why didn't you want to uh, hang out with me? Why didn't you want to go to the movies with me? Why didn't you want to with me, with me, with me? I need to check that. Could be a toxic person. And then, of course, they're arrogant and self-centered. Okay. Now, there's a difference between arrogant and confident, so just understand that. A lot of people get that confused. People could be self-confident in what they do, convicted in what they do, know that they're good at something. It's not necessarily arrogant. It's the people that are arrogant are the ones that you have to be careful. So master manipulators, you play the victim. You're judgmental. You talk bad about others. They make you feel as if you're not doing good enough. They don't support you. They've got a bad temper. Drama always surrounds them. They want to be the most important person in your life, and they're arrogant or self-centered. Those are the signs of a toxic person. So you can look around your social circles, your work circle, your work environment, people you go to school with, social clubs, places like that, social media, news media, things you watch on TV, things you listen to on the radio, if you still listen to the radio, or maybe Spotify, Pandora, maybe whatever. And you can see what... What's the toxicity level? 
Some of these people have got to drink some pH balanced water to get themselves down because they're so toxic. They don't even see it. They're a walking hazmat. But we take a look at these people and we need to get away from them. And Dr. Phil has a clip here that uh, I thought was interesting. So I'm going to play that for you right now. I think it's really important in any relationship that you ask yourself this question. What is my cost for being in this relationship? Because there's a cost in every relationship you're in. There's a cost. And you have to ask yourself, what is the cost of being in there? Uh, if, if the cost is you have to lose yourself, you can't be who you are, do what you do, you, you can't be the person you are because you must conform to them in order to coexist peacefully, the cost is you. If the cost is you have to work at it, that's okay. The cost is you have to make some sacrifices, that's okay. But ask yourself in every relationship you're in, what's the cost for being in this relationship? And you'll see real quick whether it's worth the price or whether it's not. Now, all relationships, whether it be professional, whether it be personal, whether it be whatever, require work. That includes online. That includes anything that is involved in your life. It's going to require work. So is that work that you're putting in worth it? What's it costing you? Is it making the relationship better? Are you growing as a person? Is something beneficial coming out of it, even though there's a lot of bad things? Because let's say you buy a fixer-upper house. You get into the basement and you realize, oh, man, this is a bad thing. We got to gut this whole thing. Might be a negative, but you see the benefit. You see that the cost that you're putting in is going to be reaped in the positive by the changes that you make. Then you have to put in some new windows because they're rotted, and then maybe you get the the house tented because it's got termites. And so you see all this negative, but you realize the work that you're doing, the cost to you has a benefit. And you're going to reap that benefit once you finish putting in the work. Okay, projects are that way. Podcasts, music, all that stuff. Relationships, once you're putting in the work. So what's it costing you? What's it going to take? What's the sacrifices? And then if you look at the cost and the cost is a negative, maybe it's time to cut bait, move on, leave. Because maybe that relationship is toxic. Maybe that person is toxic. Maybe you are toxic and people are going to leave you. And now all of a sudden you're wondering, wait, where's all my friends? Where's all these people I used to hang out with? I used to be the life of the party. Where did everybody go? Maybe you need to examine yourself. Maybe you're the toxic person. Or maybe you have toxic traits that you need to fix. Maybe there's things in your life that are upsetting to others and those other people think that what you are doing and the relationship with you isn't worth the cost. You ever think about that? It's not always about the other person. Sometimes it is about us. And we need to have self-reflection. And we need to make sure that we are looking in the mirror and we are seeing the reflection, the accurate reflection, and that that reflection that we see is who we want to be. And if there's things we don't like, we make changes. I mean, we do that. Talked about going to the gym. Talked about eating right. There's a lot of people that will do that because they just feel better about themselves. But there's others that want to look better about themselves. They want to have a physique a certain way. They want to have their body look a certain way. They want their hair to be a certain way. So they go get their hair done, their nails. Ladies, you guys are big into nails, right? You don't like them when they're all beat up, so you put in the cost to go get them done, right? And that's a benefit for you. But then what happens when you don't get them done? They start to kind of look ugly, right? Chipped, faded, whatever. 
And so, uh, again, what's the work putting into you? And are people putting the work into you or are they going away? You have to evaluate. Life, we like to go on and just be like on this easy cruise across the lake as the sun is setting, thinking everything's beautiful. But a lot of times it does take work and effort. Life takes work and effort. There's going to be the ups and downs. Remember how we ride those waves of the tsunamis of life? It's easy to be out there on the board just cruising. But when the tsunamis come, how are we riding those waves? And then when we're done, like anybody, we got to sit back and have some self-reflection. Self-reflection on what's going on, on how things are in life. The people in your life should be reducing your stress, not causing more of it. If you consider yourself to be a positive person and want to live your best life, surround yourself with positive people. Surround yourself with people that make you feel good about being yourself. Surround yourself with people that see the good in the world. By doing so, you will see more good too. You will attract more good. See, it's the influences around us. If we have toxic people around us, our life is going to become toxic. If we have positive people around us, we're going to feed off of that positive energy and we're going to become positive. You can't help it. Why do you think a lot of people go to self-help groups or read self-help books? They want to make themselves better, so they surround themselves. Successful coaches, successful people surround themselves with success so that they that way they can get better. Um, you know, Kobe Bryant, when he got into the league, and I'll have a clip coming up in a minute talking about it, where he um, would ask questions and talk to people. There's an iconic photo of Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan. They both have their hands on their knees on the court, someone shooting a free throw, and they're talking to each other. And Kobe was asking them questions. They weren't just yucking it up. Kobe was seeking information. That's the type of people he wanted around him. When you have successful people around you, you're going to be successful. It's like the garbage in, garbage out. What you put into your life, you're going to come out of it. What you eat is how you're going to be. Again, I don't want to be offensive to smokers, but you can tell who's a smoker sometimes, right? Especially someone that's smoking a lot. You can look at them and be like, ooh, I think that person's a smoker, right? And so what, we, what you put into yourself, you can kind of see. People can see. People can see the fruits of your labor, the fruits that you are bringing to others. Are you helpful? Are you kind? Are you mean? Are you judgmental? Do you have a bad temper? Maybe you're toxic. It's like the, what, one bad apple spoils the bunch type of thing. So we have to be careful and prune the hedges of our life. Put up some hedges around us to protect us, but then we got to prune them to make sure that, you know, nothing bad happens so that that way we can have our best life. You know, can raise the standard. We can bring out the greatness that is in us. Not only are the people around us toxic, but, you know, we can have a toxic environment. Our toxic environment could be work and the people in our work environment. It could be what we watch on TV, you know, the violence, the video games, the music we listen to. You know, a lot of times, you know, there's a lot of people with a lot of anger that listen to a lot of propaganda. And back in the day, I think it was like the 80s and 90s, there were some movies about white supremacy and the, the propaganda that was fed to the people that they started to believe in. And then all of a sudden they realized that, okay, what, what I was being taught and told and the people around me were a bad influence and they were actually wrong. You know, I think um, Higher Learning is one. And I think uh, American History X, a couple of movies that kind of touch on that. But yeah, it's like, what classroom? are we involved with what's the teacher the professor teaching us you know there was a time i've had to drop a couple classes and take an alternate class because i don't like what the professor was talking about i wasn't gonna sit there and listen to that i was gonna take that she's toxic he's toxic i'm moving on what's our social group like you know is it the mean girls 
where we're being mean towards other people, making fun of their misfortune, trying to get them in trouble? Or are we out there trying to uplift, trying to raise their standard, bring out their inner greatness? What are we trying to do? You know, places that ooze negativity, conformity, bad vibes, bad attitudes. It's hard to get away from those, but you know what? We need to. Sometimes it's hard because when a work environment, I hear a lot of times people talking about a bad work environment. Yeah, it's hard to leave a job because maybe we're vested. Maybe we've got a number of years there. We've got the retirement. We've got the sick days. We've got the holidays off. We finally earned you know, so many vacation days. But sometimes it might require us, especially in this day and age, to make a sacrifice. You think the founding fathers of this country didn't sacrifice everything? Some of them cost them their lives. Maybe people that have gone off to war for this country cost them their lives. They've made the ultimate sacrifice, but they were willing to do that so that we could have a better life. Now, what are we doing with our lives? What are we doing with the country that they gave us? You know, a lot of toxicity going on. There's a lot of difference in ideology just because there's a difference in ideology and someone disagrees with the way the history is of this country. It doesn't mean it's toxic, but it's how we treat each other in that conversation. Remember, you've got the philosophers coming together. You know, Greek philosophers coming together, talking about differences in philosophy. They didn't sit there and like unfriend each other and walk away and go form cliques in the Parthenage over here. And, you know, they're over here on Mount Olympus talking bad about them over there. Maybe they did. But no, they came together and talked. They talked it out. That's how come you have philosophy. Philosophy is all about talking out different viewpoints. Nowadays, we just sit there. We're so toxic on social media. If social media went away, Would we really miss it? Well, there'd be some aspects of it, of course, keeping up with people and seeing the photos and engaging, but a lot of it we wouldn't. We wouldn't miss out on it, you know? And so we have to get away from that negativity. We have to be able to get away from all that stuff that's going on, you know, because that energy that's out there can be draining if it's negative. Don't let them drain your energy. Energy doesn't discriminate. Just like weightlifting. If you focus on getting one body part stronger and you put all your energy, focus, and effort on that muscle group, working on it every day, that muscle will get stronger. If you put all your energy into negative people, your life will be negative. If your attention is on what is wrong with your life, If your attention and energy is on the negative people and the negativity they bring, that will invade your life. Do not let them suck your energy. Keep your focus on what is good and you will see more good. More good will grow just like a muscle. It does require work just like working out. You want to get bigger biceps, you got to train the bicep. You got to push it, lift weights. If we want toxic people out of our lives, it's going to take some effort to push them out. It's going to take effort to bring new people in. It's going to take effort to find new people, people that fit what we're looking for. It's going to take work. It's going to take effort. Anything worth it in life is going to take work and take effort, blood, sweat, tears. Nothing comes easy. Life doesn't come easy, although we'd like to think so, but it doesn't come easy for us. we got to work at it, but the more work we put into it, the better off we're going to be. The result, the cost of those relationships will have a benefit, a plus, not a negative at the end of it. How many times have you met somebody new and you kind of hit it off and things are going well and then all of a sudden you start to realize that, okay, this person really isn't anybody I want in my life, so I'm just going to kind of drift away. 
But then there's times we really get invested in somebody and you've got a strong relationship. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, how do I get out of this? This isn't very good. And it's going to take work to get out of it, right? There's no easy thing. We got to confront the bad, just like we have to go after the good. We have to confront the bad and, and work at it. A lot of people might be thinking, you know, there's nearly no toxic people in my life. But what about your workplace? You know, I can think of a lot of times I was in a toxic work environment and I had to eventually realize it and get out. But, you know, a toxic workplace, signs from a toxic workplace could be that your skills aren't being utilized. You've got potential, you've got talent, but company's just not utilizing it. Maybe there's a reason for that. Maybe you need to go tell them about your skills and be like, hey, I'd like to have more increased responsibility. I think I can do better. I think I can benefit the company better. You know, maybe put me in a situation, give me more responsibility, but maybe they just don't value you. Uh, you have a toxic manager. You've got bullies at the top. I can think of a couple people off the top of my head right now that were bullies at jobs I've been at. People that I'm like, dude, I don't want to work for this guy anymore. I need to find my way out of here. My took a little time for me to find my next job, but I was able to eventually get out of it. But yeah, toxic managers. There's poor communication. That was always the one thing that was kind of hilarious about the radio business. You're in the communication business, but inter-office communication is the worst. Managers would come down and be like, hey, did you do X, Y, Z? Be like, no. Why not? They get mad. Well, you never told us. What? Never got the memo. What? Yeah. So again, you got those bad managers that create environments that are not functioning well, and then they blame you because they don't want to get in trouble because their managers or superiors are looking over them, and it becomes a toxic environment because there's poor communication. Another sign that you might be in a toxic environment, if you keep talking about how you want to quit, maybe you should. Maybe you should get out of there. Start looking for something else. Because if you're going to a place that you're not excited about working and you want to leave, might not be the job for you, and now it's up to you to get out of there. If you see a lot of people coming and going, you know, in the radio business, I would look at the, the job ads, you know, at different places and kind of keep an eye on them. You know, you never know, just in case a job came up that I might want that's maybe better than what I'm at. And I'd see radio stations across the country and their jobs, their uh, job ads would keep popping up. And it'd be like the same job, morning show host at this station in this location. Morning show host at this uh, station, at this location. I'm like, wow, I'll never go there because there's something wrong with that place. There's a high turnover. If there's no room for growth, you've reached the ceiling and you aspire for more, maybe you got to get out of there. Maybe there's infighting with coworkers. Maybe your coworkers you don't get along with. Fortunately, for the most part, I get along with most of my coworkers, at least at at the working level. Although one time I remember I, this was part of the uh, one station I was working at that I knew I had to get out of. Uh, apparently one coworker came up to me and threatened to stab me with a pencil because of the air conditioning because she thought it was too cold and it was like 90 degrees outside. And I didn't even touch the air conditioning on top of it. She just assumed. And so she came and wanted to stab me with a pencil if I moved the air conditioning and made it any cooler. So when I uh, felt I had to make a report on that, physical violence is kind of like where I draw the line. You know, you can talk bad about me and say my work sucks and whatever. But when you threaten physical violence, then I guess I have to report it. And then the company did nothing. So I figured at that point, yeah, it's time to leave. Um, maybe your personal values don't match. Things are changing now, right? There's a lot of people that want to get out of a certain state. But then they start listing excuses. I don't want to say your excuses are bad. And I do what, do what works best for you. I'm not telling you what to do. But maybe you got to think about these excuses. 
Are there other jobs out there that are similar that you can maybe roll over into? Are there other places that you can go? And maybe you're not really sacrificing a whole lot and not really leaving a whole lot behind. You think you are, but maybe you're not. I don't know. We just got to check that. Your personal values don't match. Maybe it's time to kind of do some investigating, some like real investigating, not just wait. Because the longer you wait in a bad environment, especially at work, the worse off you're going to be. And then you might become a toxic person. If everyone around you has a bad attitude, or if your days are drama-filled, it might be a, a toxic work environment. And it's interesting, now that I think about this, I really didn't think about it beforehand, but there's one company in mind that I worked for that at the end, when I eventually left, all these 10 things I could put in the category under this business. I'm like, wow, that was really a toxic place. But we got to do things. What can we do? Well, Madeira, are you familiar with Madeira? I believe that's Luke Perry, right? I mean, uh, not Luke Perry, uh, Tyler Perry. Uh, Madeira, in character, has this to say about a toxic environment, toxic people, and things like that in our lives. Get up and go on with your life. It's all right. Sit around, be depressed for a minute, cry about it, do whatever you have to, but don't stay there too long. Get up and go on with your life. That's what I learned in all these years on this earth. If somebody want to walk out of your life, let them go. Especially if you know you done done everything you can do, you done sat around and been the best man or the best woman you could be, and they still want to go, let them go. Whatever they're running after, they'll see what they had in a minute, but by then it's going to be too late. Half these people you be sitting around crying about and worry about two, three years from now, you ain't going to even remember their last name. How many times you done seen folks somewhere, you be like, what the hell was I thinking? Like, what was wrong with me? What was I going through? I must have been lonely as hell to hook up with you. Some people come in your life for a lifetime. Some come for a season. You got to know which is which. You're going to always mess up when you mix them uh, seasonal people up with lifetime expectations. They got people that got married with people they was only supposed to be with for a season. Listen, I put everybody come in my life in the category of a tree. Some people are like leaves on a tree. Wind blow, they over here. They unstable. Season change, they wither and die. They gone. It's all right. That's some people. Most people in the world are like that. They just there to take from the tree. They ain't, they ain't there to do nothing but take and give shade every now and then. That's all they can do. But don't get, don't get mad at people like that. That's who they are. They ain't gonna never be nothing. That's what they put on this earth to be. But be what they are. A leaf. Some people are like a branch on that tree. You gotta be careful with them branches too, cause they'll fool you. They'll get there, and make you think they're a good friend and they're real strong. But the minute you step out there on them. They'll break and leave you high and dry. But if you find you two or three people in your life that's like the roots at the bottom of that tree, you are blessed because that's them the kind of people that ain't going nowhere. There's people that are going to leave your life because they're toxic and you're not abiding by those rules. You're not putting them at the center of your life, at their, of their life. You're not, uh, you know, you think they're too judgmental. You know, they can't manipulate you. They can't do things to get you to do what you want. And so they're going to leave. And we sit there, especially in relationships, right? And so then we're like, oh, my, woe is me. I can't, I can't do any better. Uh, this is the best person for me, whatever. And then what? They eventually leave. And then you haven't seen them for a while, like Madeira was saying. And then all of a sudden it's like, what? I cannot believe that I was with this person. I was at that work environment. I was doing this. What was I thinking? Because there are, there's seasons of life. And there's a lot of people that have come into my life. I've been in their lives for a season. It wasn't a lifetime. Some people, it's a lifetime. You've got to determine what it is. You don't want to invest 
in the seasonal people for a lifetime because you're not going to get the return. And only you will know who those people are. We can't tell you. I can't tell you. Only you can have to figure those out. But you got to determine. It's a simple analogy. Are these people leaves? Do they come and go every year? Is it a season? Are they branches? They stick around a little bit more, but at some point they need pruning and off they go. Or people can be in your lives like the tree and they have roots that go down deep and they're going to be there forever through thick and thin. You know, sometimes you got to cut the fat. Sometimes we got to cut the fat and push people out of our lives. Sometimes we got to cut the fat and we got to walk out of people's lives. Okay. We don't want toxic people in our lives. And if they're not going to leave, maybe it's time for us to leave. And we think, oh man, I can't, I can't leave this person or I can't be out of this relationship or whatever the case may be. But then you realize in hindsight, you're like, wow, I really did get out and I'm glad I did. So sometimes we need to take action or maybe we just need to pause. Let's just put a pause on this and then we'll come back and see how things go and you repair and repatch relationship. But you've got to determine what it is. So what do you do? You got to admit that this thing is toxic, whatever it is, the work environment, the relationship, whatever. You don't want to think that this is the best I can do. This is the best person I can be with. This is the best job I can be in. This is the best house I can have. This is the best car. You always want to think, is there something better I can do? Is there a better person? This person's abusive. What's the best I can do? No, you can do better. It might take work. Like I said, you might have to cry a little bit. You might have to take a little bit of time. It might be a season of grief and mourning and depression. And you might need to address those issues. But we can't let it ruin our lives. Can't let the toxicity of other people ruin our lives. So we have to admit this is a toxic situation. We have to believe that we can do better and get out of that toxic situation. And then we have to do is detox. This is a big one. Former co-host would talk to me about things, and she asked me one time, how is it that you just, if something bad happens, you just up and go? You know, you lose your job. You just up and go. You don't think back on it. You close the door and you just move on. It's detoxing. I detox from all that. I don't sit there. I might sit there and reflect for a little bit about maybe what happened, what went wrong, things like that so I can learn from it. But that's it. I don't dwell on it. I move on. Close the door. Get rid of them. Out of my life. I'm moving forward. I've got things I want to accomplish in life, and that's what I'm going to do. And if it's, I'm not going to look back. I'm not going to keep looking in the rear view mirrors and the side mirrors thinking about what happened back there. I did it. It happened. I learned from it. I took the good. I dumped the bad. Got everything that I need, and now I'm moving forward. And so I'm detoxing. I'm removing myself entirely from that environment, okay? I'm stopping all contact. I'm moving on. That's why sometimes people are like, dude, why do you block me on social media? Because I'm moving on. And whatever it was that broke us up, a relationship, friendship, business partnership, whatever, I'm not going back there. Lou Holtz said it. You can never go back to the same place twice and expect the same results. It's never the same. Once you were there, that was it. And then you want to grow yourself. After you've detoxed, after you've kind of got settled and you kind of did your time, now you're ready to go, you want to grow yourself. Learn from it, reflect on it, make the changes, and get back in the game. And it's not a one-size-fits-all. One-size-doesn't-fit-all. Your journey is going to be different from mine, from everybody else's. So it's okay. Don't compare yourself. Take the journey, but get that, that toxicity out of your life. Get those toxic people out of your life and fill them with people that have good things to contribute to your life that are going to make you good. And that includes yourself. You are in charge. You're the boss of the factory. Guess what? We are how we think. You can't make a world, but you can make your own world. So now, since your brain is in two halves, let me show you how this works. 
You wake up in the morning and you say, man, I don't feel myself today. I got up on the wrong side of the bed. I'm not a morning person. Forming negative. Her hears that. He steps to the front. He said, what did you say? You say, I said I woke up on the wrong side of the bed day. I'm not myself. I'm not a morning person. He says, you got it right away. He said, hey, the boss just woke up and said he's not a morning person. He's having a bad day today and he ain't feeling himself. Let's get to work. The million factory workers start producing thoughts to justify what you just said. So now guess what? Man, I hate my alarm clock went off this morning. I got to get out here in this traffic. I want to drive down here today. I don't even like these people on my job. I can't stand this car. I'm finna get in this one. Sure, wish I had a new car, but I'm driving this ragged ass car. And on and on and on. And your day starts tumbling into what you ordered at the top of the day. You could wake up in the morning and you say, you know what? Today is going to be a great day today. I expect something really good to happen for me today. He said, what did you say? You said, I said, I'm having a great day today. I expect something good to happen today. Forming positive turns around and goes, all right, let me have your attention. Steve's having a great day today. He's expecting some wonderful things to happen. And man, let's get it going. And they start manufacturing thoughts. Same brain. Man, I can't wait to go to work today. It may not be the job I want, but at least I got a job. I'm so grateful I got a car to drive to work today. Hey, man, at least I got a check coming in. It's all about mindset. You are what you think. You are who you think. You're the one in charge. You're the only one that can make yourself yourself think a certain way. If you want to think negative thoughts, the factory in your brain will start to create negative thoughts. And you become a toxic person. And some people want to live there. They want to live in that toxicity. They want to have negative thoughts. They want to bring everybody down. Misery loves company. For some reason, they can't get out of that negativity. And they want others to be negative too. They don't want to see other people enjoy success and have a happy, full, fun-filled life. They want to bring them down. So they become toxic. And you start to see all those ingredients that we talked about earlier. They become judgmental. They have bad tempers. They're not good enough. They don't want you uh, to have success. And all those things, you're not good enough to do X, Y, Z. But then the positive side of the brain could kick in and you could be like, you know what? I've got a job. I've got my health. I've got all these good things. I want this to be a good day. And so the positive side of your brain starts kicking in positive ideas. That's what it comes down to, your mindset. What are you going to be? Are you going to be a positive person that wants to raise the standard, bring out your inner greatness, make those around you better, inspire others to do more? Or are you going to be that toxic person that wants to bring everybody down, wants to be negative? It's up to you. You are in charge. You're the one that has to decide. But remember, we are who we think. You are who you think. Remember, if you say, I can, you're probably right. If you say, I can't, you're probably right. So in the morning, As Steve Harvey uses the analogy, maybe we need to set our mind in a right way. Get that momentum of positivity going the minute we wake up. Think of some positive things. Start the brain thinking positive thoughts. This is going to be a great day. This is going to be a great day where I can impact other people. I'm not going to let other people affect me. I'm going to enjoy my day. I'm going to bring out my greatness. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do today. I'm going to do what I was designed to do today, and I'm going to live it to the fullest. 84,600 seconds in a day. 
How are you going to spend them? Are you going to spend them in toxicity and be negative and be toxic? Are you going to allow toxic people to be in your life? Are you going to allow them to take over and plant those seeds of negativity? Or are you going to cut them loose, walk away, be positive, think positive thoughts, surround yourself with positive people, like-minded people, grow? It's up to you. You're in charge. And only you can decide what type of person you want to be. Only you can decide what type of people you want around you. It's going to take sacrifice. It's going to take work, like at the gym, building those muscles. We have to work at it so that we can build the things that are necessary to get rid of those that are toxic and bring new people in. But only you can be the one to decide who it is that you want to be today. Hey, this is Two Steps Ed Podcast, encouraging you to take your passion, make it happen, and let yourself be great. I'm Son Edom. Hey, you can find uh, all things Two Steps Ahead podcast at RadioWarp.com. That's radio, and then W-A-R-P, RadioWarp.com. You can go back and uh, watch old episodes on, uh, on Radio Warp. You can listen to old episodes. They've got links to our YouTube. They've got links to our SoundCloud. And if you subscribe to our YouTube and SoundCloud accounts, then you'll never miss an episode because you get the notification. You can also um, see other things there as well other shows there's a uh, merchandise if you want some merchandise i know it's hoodie season coming up get your hoodie you've got some cool merchandise like these type of mugs here that we got going on if you are like drinkware and so what you can do is go to uh, radiowarp.com you'll see a merchandise swag shop just click it and it'll bring you to the store we'd greatly appreciate that there's a listen live link where if you click the button and a media player pops up, and we've got music playing 24-7. We've got some really cool shows, some podcasts, like uh, The Beat Goes On, Sanctified Reason, and Two Steps Ahead Podcast. You can hear it. There's a schedule that lets you know. So everything, one-stop shopping, really. Radio Warp, W-A-R-P, RadioWarp.com. If you're on Instagram, you can follow me on Instagram. We have the show page, which is, which is T-W-O, Two Steps Ahead Podcast. And then my personal page, at Edom Rocks, E-I-D-E-M-R-O-C-K-S. Uh, the Two Steps Ahead page is a little bit more podcasty. Mine is more personal, so you get to know more about me and see more about me on my personal page. There's a link. Click the link tree link in each bio, and it'll bring you some options to uh, follow the show and go to RadioWarp.com and stuff like that. And you can also listen to the show any place you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, like I said, SoundCloud, or just Google search Two Steps Ahead Podcast and we pop up. Or, hey, Alexa, hey, Suri, play Two Steps Ahead Podcast, TWO, and we pop up. Hey, thanks for listening. Do tell a friend. Remember that uh, only you can control what you think and only you can decide if you're going to be a positive person or are you going to be a negative person? Are you going to cut the toxic people out and bring in the positive people? Only you can decide how you want your life to be. So again, take your passion, make it happen, let yourself be great. This is Two Steps Ahead Podcast. I'm Son Edom, and we'll see you next time.